Normally in our First Nation culture, we don't identify as carers and taking care of our families here now or by distance is what we do and have done. And we never ask for help due to past trauma. Our mobs describe what rivers they have followed or lands they have lived their footprint on, their connection to country and how they've been caring for many generations past and present. Our mobs also talk about how they look after their own health and relationships, stay connected to their culture and to their spirits to keep their identity and dreaming alive. They all tell their stories with passion, sadness and to teach other carers what they do to survive as they have done for many generations. In these stories, you will find the healing power of listening and connecting and individual strengths. Holding on to that hope as you find one way of sharing common grounds. Welcome to Sharing Common Grounds of Caring Podcasts, hosted by me, Benny Egmelis. And I'm here today with uh, special guests. We have Summer and Julie. How are you? Good, thanks. Good, thanks. Thanks for coming in. Appreciate it. No worries. It's good to be here. Good, good, good. We, we, we sort of had a bit of a chat over the phone, um, sort of coming early, run through a few questions to get you all going uh, so we can knock some nerves off you. <laughs> so um, I guess the first question on our, on our podcast today, we're really grateful to have you, is really um, who's your mob and where are you from? Where'd you grow up? We're Wiradjuri, but um, yeah, we're from Peak Hill and Dubbo. But um, we moved down to Canberra. I've been down here. For 40 something years. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, but I did move away to um, become a, a carer. Uh, I used to work in disability. And then I had Summer and my son um, in Sydney. Then I moved back here. So we grew up here in Sydney as well. Good stuff. What about you, Summer? You, you're at Canberraite all your life? Oh, I was born in Sydney, but yeah, pretty much in Canberra. Yeah, good. And just so for the listeners, uh, you're a mother and daughter team. It's a carer team, right? So growing up here off country and that, t- tell us about your experience around that, you know, culture-wise. I was brought up in Canberra. We moved away. But um, growing up I, with culture and that, I, I didn't have culture. A lot of my friends were white, so I had no friends. Um, we didn't really see cousins down here. It's funny, like... Growing up away from country and culture, like my young fella, he's like 11 and I have to make a real genuine effort to like try and really get him involved because he's he spends a lot of time off country in that. So, you know, once a year I've made that commitment, I've got to take him home or, you know, or, or you know, to meet mob, like, yeah. at, you know, at least once a year because he, otherwise he just, he wouldn't really connect in with his culture here, you know, like it's, it's, it's different country, different yeah. mob. Yeah. It's freezing down here. We're up north. We're all hot and humid. But um, I found, like some of you were saying, you, you're really invested into your culture, you know, like you really take some active steps to, to grow in your knowledge and that. It's really good to have resources to my culture. We usually go to Guggen, Guggen Guen. They have so much good programs, especially their music program. I feel like that's the place that really made me connect with culture especially like musically so having like resources like that is just so good but pretty much I don't really have much like friends that are aboriginal or indigenous only because like I'm quite alternative 
in my fashion and who I am. And it's hard to really find people like that with the same mindset that I have. And you said you were um, studying Indigenous leadership, was it? Yeah, I got my cert to win it. Yeah, awesome. Tell us about that. Like, what was that about? Well, it was just learning about how to be an Indigenous leader, how to lead in an Indigenous community. So we did heaps of stuff on, like, talks about culture and talking in front of each other just to get used to talking face-to-face. Awesome. Very good. And you're a singer, music. So you said you like music. You're a singer. Do you like, have you written any songs? I have, but I'm not really the most comfortable with sharing them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we're not going to get you to pull out the guitar and yeah. you know, start ripping us a number. So, Summer sings for NAIDOC week. Oh, um, yeah. She just sung at the Guggenhall and 30th celebration. And then she did a little gig in. At Morston shops the other day, but yeah, she does a lot around, and that's through Gig and Golan Music Group. Yeah, good, awesome. What do you do in your spare time to kind of let loose and have fun and, and enjoy yourselves? Spend time with family. I don't have friends. I do have friends, but I just my mum lives five minutes up the road, so I'm, she's got a bad hip, so she's waiting for a hip replacement. So in between my house, her house. And my sisters were only there. Now, um, you're a carers. You, you both uh, help each other in, in caring for somebody in your family. Tell us a little bit about who that is and, and experience around that. I have a son. He's 15. His name's Robert. He was born with social anxiety disorder, agoraphobia. Um, he has ADHD. He's got conduct disorder. Global Development Delay, Intellectual Borderline IQ, Speech and Language Delay, Anxiety with Depression and Obsessional Features, and he does display features of autism. So that's a lot going on um, for him and us, but um, he just likes to be in his room. He'll come out, and when he does come out, like that's a big thing for us, but it's hard. It's hard being a carer. Yeah, tell us some of the challenges. Like, what is, what are some of the things that you face? You know, when you're dealing with somebody with a with a bunch of those multiple challenges. It's a lot of behavioural miscommunication when he can't um, express what he's saying or what he needs. He does lash out a lot. It's constant. <laughs> it's a lot. As we were talking earlier, you sort of have each other's back. You know, you you sort of. Ha- how does that teamwork look like? Do you just tag in and one has a break, tag in the other, or you cover each other? I pretty much work as like mum's second hands. If she like needs help, I'm like right there. I'm always right there to be like that second help. Sometimes Robbie won't listen to me. He'll listen to her more. As most sons do, you know, they tend not to listen to their parents. and you know. Yeah. <laughs> For me, it's my sister. I've got my sisters gets through to me when I'm a hardhead, you know. Good. It's good that you got that relationship. Tell us some st- stuff about Rob that's really amazing. Like, what do you really love about Rob? You know, what, do you, what do you see as some of his strengths? Someone loves his laugh. He's the best laugh. <laughs> Does he? <laughs> yeah. Yes. He's really, like, artistic, like, 
crazy. He's into animation. He draws a lot. He has a lot of wood carvings. He's very into like doing weed, like wood carvings and burning wood. Yeah, he did that with Guggen, and it's just really taken off with him. I just saw over in, in Perth, WA, the, the, um, the new release of the Indigiverse, like the new Aboriginal superhero universe, yeah. and, and then bringing through a lot of superheroes that, are com- that have Aboriginal descent and bringing that culture and dreaming into it. And I, and I just think, man, I was like, there's so many young artists we need to get involved, you know, and just because we, we see challenges in one area doesn't mean that they, they, they can't, you know, produce amazing work in other areas, you know. So I'm really excited to see who comes out of the woodwork and starts, you know, making superheroes and so forth out of this new comic. He's on TikTok, so he shows a lot of his art on there. He makes up little scripts, how he's making made those little videos and it's taken he says it takes like two hours just to get a little bit done oh he does claymation he started off doing that and it's just like carried on to him like drawing his own like images and then turning that into his own little animation well yeah i've seen that that so they they make a clay model and then they move it like a centimeter like the leg up so take a still or whatever and then they take move it another centimeter take Mm -hmm. a still and after about a hundred photos, <laughs> it looks like he's taken one step. Yeah, that's what incredible. I've seen him do that. Wow, that's that's incredible. He's got the patience for that. Uh, what are some of the challenges you face just in general as a carer? It's hard to see him suffer lately. He's he's been not in the best of places, so it's definitely hard to see him not be able to leave his room. Mm. not able to, like, have conversations with others. So the days that he does, like, want to sit down, watch a movie or just talk about his special interest, it's just, like, the best. Yeah. And even though, like, even trying to watch a movie, he's up and down because he can't stay still. So we might be able to watch half a movie with him. and Things like that, that's really good. You, at the moment, access a lot of support. At the moment, what does that support look like? It means like time to ourselves, being able to do things together, meet up with other carers, um, find out what's out there and access a lot of activities. Is that helpful, meeting with other carers and that? It is. Yeah? What do you, what, how is that helpful? It's just good to talk and find out that there are other people out there that go through the same things or worse things. And you just just being able to share your experience with someone yeah. who just gets it. Yeah. And they have programs in that. Tell us a bit about the programs. Summer does um, Young Carers. Yeah, I do. They have heaps of different things you can do. There's like camp ones where we'll go there and stay there for a couple of days. Or there's also ones where you just go there for a day and they'll have just different activities. Where are these services that you kind of reach out to? Like who do you use? Well, we use St. Nick's and we did use Mary Me. Carers ACT. Oh, and Carers ACT. 
Hey, you mob, do you help support and care for your parents, your aunties, uncles, grandparents, cousins, siblings who live with a disability or a medical condition, including terminal and chronic illness, a mental illness or frail age? Carers ACT offer a range of supports and services designed to support, connect and empower First Nation carers in their caring roles and personal well-being with programs such as short-term replacement, in-home care and respite when you need to have a break or unexpected illness. Carers ACT offers counselling, educational workshops, social and therapeutic activities and advocacy. By working together, we help our First Nation carers feel relaxed and supported so they can keep leading fulfilling lives continue their caring relationships and maintain their sense of self and cultural connection. Carers ACT is the delivery partner of the Carer Gateway in the Australian Capital Territory. And if you want to have a yarn with our friendly First Nation worker, you can work together in finding how we can support you and connect you to culturally appropriate services. You can now call the one national number, 1800 422 737. That is linked to a wide range of services and we want to support you through your caring journey. I mean, I think about support, like what it would be like with it and then what it's like without it. You remember a time like prior to everything, um, what was it like? Not knowing what to do, like you just felt like you were in a little bubble and having to deal with it all on your own. And then when we found out there were programs, like it was where you could take the kids and meet up with other um, parents and it was heaps better. There's so much out there. Um, you can get um, respite. Either have a carer come in um, to your house and stay there for an hour or so or as long as you need while you go and maybe go away for a night or go and do shopping, things that you can't do. Or I've been on um, a few yarning trips away um, for a week and that was good, yeah. What was that? Tell us about the yarning trips. Um, we went down to Hoskins and we just got spoiled. It was lovely. Come on. What did you do? We had our own little cabins um, and we could go swimming, we could go to the beach, we could just do whatever we wanted and then you'd get back and you'd feel so refreshed and yeah, it was good. That must be so needed, hey, like when I look at how much you put into being a full-time carer, which is what you both are, mm. it must just be so taxing, you know, and to have that opportunity on a, on a sort of planned basis to get yeah. away, to, to actually, like you said, let your hair down, have a bit of a swim, yeah. get on, get out in the bush, get out on country, wherever you are, yeah. and just connect. Like that's, that must be an amazing feeling. Oh, it, it is. And, but you still worry about your kids. <laughs> yeah, 100%. <laughs> And some of you get away a bit like that, or was it slightly different? You got different programs um, that you access. Yeah, it's different programs, but the thing that's similar is the camps. But we don't really have like the same programs. It really differs depending on the age. Earlier, you said there was a, a like a young carers program of some sort, and are there carers that are around your age bracket, like that are a youth and that? Yeah. Yeah. Good. And what do you all get up to? We do heaps of stuff. Like, I know there's ones for just to go to cinema, go bowling. There's even just ones where we would just sit down and talk about what's going on and how to deal with the stress of caring. It's uh, so important, I think, to share your journey 
you know, with other people mm. who understand. Yeah. I think that's such a crucial thing, to like be able to share your journey with people who understand. Give us a bit of an insight on some of the support you received from Carers ACT. We had a, a Mother's Day out where we went and got pampered. Oh. I've never ever had a manicure or a pe- pedicure take or it. a facial or stuff like that. And, yeah, that was really good. Do you know, I wanna, I'm going to say, be honest with you, I want to get a pedicure and a manicure, like, you know, just because. Just so I can say that I've, I know what it feels like. Yeah. Because I walk past them shops and I see them women sitting in there. Mm. And they're getting done up real good, <laughs> getting massaged, and they look happy. Like I look at their faces and I think that's not a stressed out person. You know? <laughs> but the person's living the dream right now. Whatever they're worried about, they're not worried about that no. right now. So, no, mum and I got to go, and um, I fell asleep. <laughs> I was snoring. Yeah, I've I've done that before when I've gone and done a relaxation massage. Yeah, and then I get slapped on the back of the head. All right, wake up. <laughs> It's all over. Got to go get dressed. Mm-hmm. So, um, no, that's great. So, there's a lot of support there for you to, yeah. you know, um, access around that. And yeah, I guess um, thinking about like the year to come, like what do you just want to achieve over the next twelve months? I guess you know, I think as a, a carer, we sometimes um, uh, just get locked down in, into this this uh, sort of run. But I know that. You got dreams, you got hopes, you got desires. There's things that you want to achieve. Tell us a bit about that. Like, what do you what do you really hope for in the next twelve months? I just want the best for my kids. I know Summer's okay, like she's doing really well, but um, I just want Robbie to be okay. Um, his mental health and to be able to get out and do what he he needs to do and wants to do, and to be able to leave the house with me. Um, I w- I'd like to work. I haven't worked in a while. And what sort of work would you like to get into? I've only done um, disability um, working in um, in that field. I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think as a full-time carer you might go into a, like a sort of paid caring role or do you think as a full-time carer you might just want to step away and do something Probably completely step away different? for a little yeah. bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do something like on the opposite end. Do of something the, different. Yeah, I totally get that. I really get that. Um, what about yourself, Summer? Well, at the moment, I want to continue my studies. I got a makeup diploma, so I definitely want to keep doing that and pursuing that. You know, like, I think it's amazing that you go down that career. Like, one area I've seen that lacks in, is especially for, for Aboriginal mob, Indigenous mob, is within the film and entertainment industry, like makeup artists. I don't see many Aboriginal makeup artists in that industry, and I, and I think it's really cool that you're sort of heading down that way. Is that something you've, you've explored? Yeah, it's definitely something I want to keep continuing. It's good to see people on Instagram who are Indigenous and having these amazing creative looks that are so have influence of culture in it. Influence of culture, like they use different colours that are a bit more to us or different dot paint, like swirls and dot paintings and stuff on their face. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, I love it. I love I love art. Like I'm an artistic person, so I really connect with art and, and so forth. Um, and also I love film and entertainment. That's just kind of the industry that I've, I've loved being in. So, well, that's great, you know. I think get into it, you know, and I think finish it up. And I think if you get there, there's going to be a lot of opportunity at the end. 
Now, footy teams, what's your sports teams? Do you watch any sports at all? Yeah. What do you love? Um, I watch footy and tennis. Yeah, yeah, tennis. I sat up until <laughs> 2 o'clock this, this morning watching um, Nick Curios. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How'd you go? <laughs> no. <laughs> it was a good game, but. Good on you. 2 o'clock, yeah. I was out. I was out cold, oh, so you well. did well. But, um, yeah, I go for um, South. Oh, the rabbit ace. Mm-hmm. I wonder how they're going. They're doing all right, aren't they? Yeah. I sort of switch sometimes. No, I used to be Raiders because Dad used to be Raiders. Yeah, but he's passed away. But um, yeah, I, I'm with the South. I'm a Cowboys, North Queensland Cowboys supporter, hardcore. So we went up to number two on the ladder. Yeah, so I'm pretty stoked about that. Come on, go the Cowboys. We've had a rough trot after Durston left. So <laughs> my sister goes for the Cowboys. She lives up in um, Catherine now. Oh yeah, yeah, beautiful. She's um. Program officer for community up there. Yep, yep. She, yeah, she moved from here up to go up there and work in the communities. I went up to Catherine. Um, we went up there when we were playing schoolboys footy mm. and we pulled up at this uh, hot water spring and just swam in it. Yeah. It was so beautiful. Like mm. I didn't want to leave. So, and I think about like escaping, that's what I think about this hot water spring. Yeah. And you can see clear as you all the way down to the bottom. It was gorgeous. And you could see fish swimming under you. It was incredible. We did one, um, we went to one years ago growing up. Um, if you look at Scrub. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, wow. Up in the at Baraday, Mum. We used to always go to Baraday. Yeah. And that was the only one I've ever been to. Mm. And you said something you were learning a bit of Radri language. I know, like a little bit, but not enough to like hold a conversation. Yeah, yeah. I've seen um, uh, there's an app you can get, and it's got all the Radri terms and, and words in. I definitely used it when I was learning. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, I, I've used it a fair few times when we're trying to find like real deadly names. Like my mate's Radri, so it's like, oh, I'll download this app and try and find some deadly names. And there's a women naming things, we'll find them. Use the app and just smash it up and try and find a good name. So, what's your sort of uh, sports team, or do you do you have a sports team? Do you follow sports? Um, to be honest, I'm not really like into sports. Um, but the only time I really watch sports is when I'm just, like sitting with Nan or with Mum. Yeah, but you're more of an artist, so I guess you listen to a lot of music. You watch a lot of t- you know movies, film, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, I'm definitely more into that like creative field. Tell me some inspirations for you in that field, creatively, like artists that you might listen to, singers, bands, anyone like that. I love listening to Thelma Plum. Hmm. She's an Indigenous singer. She makes really good music. Love Thelma. Yeah. Um, Barker. Oh, Barker, yeah. Um, she's, she's a rapper. She talks deep on the stuff that's happened in Indigenous culture, and she just talks about it through her raps. Yeah, most of the stuff she talks about is, like, the stuff that I really look up to, like the things that affect Indigenous women that don't get enough talked about. I really like Maisha. She's like a War of Bindigo, yep. I think. Yeah, she, she got nominated for, like, four or five areas, I think, last year or the year before. And one, one of them, like, she's incredible. She's a good artist too. I love it. I love it. 
I guess, um, you know, as carers, the podcast, we just really wanted to dive into into your sort of lives and understand what, what it looks like for you, some of the challenges, some of the positives. And, and I'm really grateful for you guys coming on, on board and just talking about your journey and sharing it. And um, I know it's uh, not easy. It's, it's challenging. And, but you've found uh, a lot of support out there to get behind you. Yep. I guess there's a lot of people out there who are listening who may not have that kind of support or, or that. What would you say to them? Like, what what would you recommend? Just look into support, whether it's on Facebook. There's a lot of pages on Facebook um, and groups. Like, I'm I'm actually in a group on Facebook, and it's uh, Aboriginal carers with autistic family members. So I look on uh, on Facebook a lot, and then join groups, and then you can just get on there and ask a question, and everyone jumps in, and yeah. it's real supportive. But um, always look out. There's a lot of support out there. Don't just sit there and try to deal with it yourself because it'll get on top here. How did you come across Carers ACT? I started with Mary Mead. There's always, they're putting you onto someone else. Yeah. And you sort of just went link, link, link. And yeah, ended getting up linked carers onto. ACT. They support you as well. And what about you, Summer, for a lot of the young carers out there who are, you know, really involved in in, in, in full-time caring for, for a family member, what what advice would you give them if they were listening today? To not be quiet, to speak about the stuff that you've been through and know that the stuff that you are dealing with matters. You matter. Mm. So don't be ashamed to actually speak to people because thinking like I've noticed in culture is it's very – when you're spreading emotion, it's looked as almost like weak and you shouldn't, like, you your emotions as weak. If you have emotions, you should deal with them. Never, like, push them down. I love that. I love that. Thank you so much. And, and Summer and Julie, I really appreciate you coming in uh, and, and sharing your journey on the podcast and, and thank you for your openness and transparency and Good, good luck, and, and I hope you achieve everything in the next 12 months. I think it's going to be a great year for you. So, you know, big love and thank you for coming in. Thanks for having us. Thank you so much. Take care. Well, another great chat with a First Nation carer in Canberra. And thanks to Carers ACT for making this yarn possible. If you are caring for a family member, a friend, a spouse, a neighbour, or someone who lives with a disability, a medical condition including a terminal or chronic illness, a mental illness, or as frail and aged, then Carers ACT can help. That's right, Benny. Carers are unpaid help who support with daily living activities. And Carers ACT recognises and promotes the roles that carers have in our Canberra community. We offer a range of services designed to support, connect and empower carers in their caring roles and personal wellbeing with programs such as short-term replacement care, when you need a break, counselling, educational workshops, social and therapeutic activities and advocacy. Sounds great. How do the support services help? Great question, Benny. Our supportive programs are designed to build resilience and knowledge, offer stress management strategies, relax and re-energise your body, mind and provide a unique opportunity to connect socially with other carers. By working together, we can connect you to other carers, provide advice and guidance and give you a break when you need it 
so you can maintain your caring relationship and a sense of self. I know that Carers ACT is the delivery partner for the Carers Gateway in the ACT. How can people get in touch and have a yarn about how you can help? Carers can now call the one national number, 1800 422 737. That is linked to a wide range of services. What if people don't know exactly what they need help with? Can they still call? Totally. You don't have to know exactly what to ask for. You can just talk through any problems you are having and the Care Gateway staff will try and match you with services that can help. Amazing. Thanks for filling us in. Thanks everyone for listening to Sharing Common Grounds of Caring Podcasts. See ya.